Welcome to the Live Well, Perform Better podcast. My name is David Duggan and I'm the director of Below the Line, an Irish-based consultancy specialising in helping people, teams and organisations raise their levels of consciousness, inner potential and performance. I am part of a team made up of experts from the worlds of business, elite sport, adventure and health and well-being. We are coaches, mentors and advisors to some of the world's biggest companies and organisations, as well as smaller businesses, entrepreneurs and people looking to make their mark in the world. Our guiding mantra at Below the Line is live well and perform better. What does that mean, you might ask? Good question. Maybe the easiest way to describe it from our perspective is finding the formula that works for you when it comes to things like looking after your physical and mental health, running your business, developing your career, leading your people, or simply being able to show up as brilliantly as possible into your own life, both for yourself and those around you. That's why each week I sit down with a member of our team or an invited guest for a conversation that focuses on the question, what do the words live well, perform better mean to you? This question is a way into exploring with people from a range of different backgrounds, industries and disciplines. What are the practices, techniques, habits or ideas that they use to help them to show up and be at their best in all areas of their lives? Whether that's as CEOs, leaders or managers, or as parents, family members or friends. We keep it short and sweet so that you can extract all the good stuff and get on with the rest of your day and hopefully put some of our knowledge, experience and expertise into play for yourself. This week I'm delighted to be joined by another very special guest, Keelan Lennon. Keelan is the CEO and founder of Clever Cards, one of the fastest growing fintech businesses in Ireland and in this conversation he spoke to me about the early experiences that shaped his career and the inspiration behind the Clever Cards business challenges of growth and attracting investment, the power of having a simple and compelling business vision, as well as what it's like to be an attendee at the World Economic Forum at Davos. A must listen for any would-be entrepreneur, business owner or leader, this was a great conversation with a highly motivated and passionate person who has a laser-like focus on where he is going and the heights he aims to take his business to. You can subscribe at www.belowtheline.ie where you can stay up to date with our podcast as well as our exclusive online events and sessions including our Press Pause coaching community. Thanks for listening and now on with the show. Saying, Keelan, thanks very much for for being here and, and joining me. I know how busy you are. Um, I follow you on LinkedIn, so you're in some part of different part of the world every time a, a post comes up on my uh, on my feed. But um, I suppose maybe I'll start with the tri- the traditional question that we ask here on the podcast, which is, please tell me why do you do what you do? That's usually a good way for us to pe- know a little, find out a little bit about you, and get a bit more of a, an insight into your background and your story, etc. Sure. Thanks, David. So, uh, well, anyway, I'm 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 firmly in Ireland at the moment uh, today. So uh, that's uh, that's your first question. But um, look, what do you know? Why do I do and, and uh, what I do? Uh, I suppose you could characterize what I do in a business sense in the context of what we have here as, as entrepreneurial. Um, you know, I, I started uh, quite young. I'm a chartered accountant, um, and um, you know, um, uh, early on, I went out on my own. Um, I did an institutional buyout when I was very young. Um, sold it for, you know, um, quite a handsome sum when I was um, kind of in, in, you know, 30 years of age. And um, and that gave me the bite, basically, to do it again. I did join the board of directors of a very large company, which was who I exited out to, 
and I headed M&A and corporate development for that for a while. And it was extremely interesting, albeit in a big corporate environment. And I realized, you know, this was more about, I won't call it invention, but solving problems. And, you know, you always have that kind of problem solving type mentality. And, um, you know, um, I suppose if you look at Clever Cards, um, you know, uh, I look back at, you know, Steve Jobs when he said he was going to put a thousand songs in your phone rather than on a plastic CD. Uh, or Netflix said we're going to, you know, build a digital platform for movies, and you know they were they were historically circular pieces of plastic that were called DVDs or CDs in the old days. Until two of those businesses built digital platforms for music and movies, respectively. Um, in the case of paper, um, uh, sorry, in case of payment, I should say, um, we've got rectangular pieces of plastic uh, going around the world that we call debit and credit cards, onto cover cards and built a digital platform for payments. And that's really what it was about. So, um, um, yeah, it's it's an entrepreneurial story. Uh, we're solving a big problem out there. Uh, it gets more exciting by the day, gets bigger by the day. And, um, you know, that's, um, that's essentially what we do. So, so Clever Cards is really about um, employers um, giving cards to their employees. Um, and they're digital, digital only. Um, and it's, it's a digital payments platform is, is what Clever Cards is about. We enable anyone, uh, anywhere, anytime um, to, to, to pay, which is easy enough, but or to be paid instantly. That's where the difference comes in um, using digital Apple and Google Pay enabled MasterCards that are accepted anywhere, anywhere in the world in store using Apple and Google Pay contact if they're online. Fantastic, fantastic. And I, I'll ask you more about that in a second because I'd have um, had a little insight into your business from having heard you speak a little while ago. But just um, you mentioned there, you used that word, the bite, you know, leading a buyout at 30 years of age. And it, it seems to be, or what I'm struck by, uh, by you is um, it is about that. It's it's solving problems. The entrepreneurial kind of bug is something that is, is deep within you. Would you say that that's true or not? Yeah, like I think... Um, you know, look, I did the buyout actually. There's even a quick step before the buyout when I was 23. Um, I, I helped the, the, the founder of that company sell the business. Um, and that was a, a very successful outcome. And, and I then went in as finance director of that company when I was 23. Um, and I was 25 when I, when I did the buyout. So, um, you know, to me now when I look back, I go, gosh, that was young. Um, and, uh, and I was very, very determined. And, um, the um so um you know I, I think the bug was there in terms of creating value um and um and involving problems and um you know it's 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 you know I think there's other you know you mentioned at the outset of the call about coaching and behaviors and disciplines and you know I've spent a lot of time with our leadership team talking about these things and making sure I get the right people around me and um and you know you kind of maybe it takes you you know a number of decades to get through this and appreciate it a bit better as to what does drive people. And, um, you know, if I look back to, and I know it's very cliches, but, you know, my first job was delivering papers and, you know, I kind of felt, well, I wasn't going to do that for the rest of my life. And, um, and, you know, but it does bring in, you know, resilience and, you know, particularly in an entrepreneurial world, um, resilience is, is one very, very big uh, attribute um, that you just have to have, you know, I mean, uh, anyone that thinks, it's just going to be plain sailing. It doesn't happen. That's whether it's a sporting career or a business career. You're not going to just suddenly rock up and, you know, win the All Ireland, you know, in the athletics competition or otherwise, you, you know, you're going to have lots of losses and lots of wins. Um, and um, so, um, so yeah, I think that bite has been there all right, you know. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, the story of um, 
of Clever Cards itself, as again, as I understand it, was it, it started out as a literally a cards business, a greeting cards business. Is that the that the case? And and there was this kind of big pivot as you, as you just went along that journey. Yeah. So look, I, I exactly that. I started out as a, as a greeting card business, and I was very much integrated with with Facebook and. You know that all changed, but I think the 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 the, the big inspirational point for me uh, was about four years ago. I was in China, um, and when it comes to payments, um, and I was quite ignorant to be quite honest with you, David. And I think you know a lot of people I speak to are quite ignorant um, of of China. You know, we know a hell of a lot more about the West than we do about the East. You know, and um, we see it on our news every day, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And um, I was ignorant, and you know, um, over there, not many people have even heard of. Visa or MasterCard. I was going, what? <laughs> um, and everybody was paying with a mobile phone, like everybody. And that's, that's four or five years ago. And, you know, when you look at the world of payments, which is a subcategory of, of financial services, um, you know, it goes from east to west because, you know, Middle East is, is, is a lot more tech savvy. And as you come into Europe and by the time you get off to west to the States, you know, they're still cutting paper checks. They're, you know, printing out Visa receipts and MasterCard receipts to sign and all that kind of stuff, et cetera. So, it was it was pretty obvious um, what was going to happen in terms of um, of what what was going to happen in terms of the trend, but it just needed somebody to to enable it to happen. So you know, Clever Cards is all about enabling businesses. We didn't go and do what all the neo banks did. Everybody chased after um, the consumer side of life, and we said, no, we're not going to do that. Instead, we're going to be um, we're going to be the, the the party that does it for businesses. Um, so you know, literally, Clever Cards enables businesses. Um, to do instant payouts um, with configured, you know, customized MasterCards to their employees, and um, it's really about you know distribution via the, the via, via the company network is how we how we get you know every employee in the company using Clever Cards, um, and you know um, you, you know it's a one hundred percent market share when they go in there, and there's you know as you know there's neo banks that don't have one hundred percent market share, they might have twenty or thirty percent market share, and Big incumbents might have, you know, if there's a country like Ireland, there might only be two of them, and if there's other countries, there's more. And um, so it's been a very interesting, um, it's been a very interesting journey. Yeah, absolutely. You, you mentioned Mastercard as well, and uh, again, I, I know I've it's a, I've heard you tell the story, but it is a fascinating story for me. It struck me about, you know, the drive you had to make sure that you got them on board, um, and that it worked, and that you 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 proved yourself to them, and then you you almost kind of said, look. You've got no choice here now. Could you could you maybe uh, remind or for those who haven't listened or who don't know it? Actually, it's it's a fascinating story. If you wouldn't mind sharing it. Yeah, well, I mean, um, look, it was definitely audacious to say the least. And um, we didn't have billions like Stripe have to to go building a, a payment processing platform. Okay, and um, so you know, trying to do trying to raise the capital to do what Stripe did wasn't going to work. And um, so, you know, when I thought it through, you know, I was kind of inspired over the years. And, um, you know, when you look back at everyone's laptop and one's faster than the next and all the rest, et cetera, that's the processing and the computing power that's in, you know, one laptop or over another and they've got smaller and they've got faster, et cetera. And that's down to one company, in my view, which is Intel. Intel is the processing chip that's in all of those. And that has been the, the, the key ingredient um, to 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 enable you know the scalability and everything else that's that's, that's happened with this. So, so so using that analogy, you know, it suddenly dawned on me. Well, if I could get Mastercard to be my Intel, um, and the R Intel has been the Intel inside our processing platform. So 
you know, went and tongue in cheek to MasterCard and said, I'd like to integrate MasterCard into credit cards. I was thinking credit cards into MasterCard. <laughs> um, and uh, you can, you can, you know, um, look, I felt there was a half a chance, but I was probably naive because um, no way was that going to happen. And then we brought MasterCard to a meeting with a customer and I pitched the customer based on the capability that I could bring if I had MasterCard inside. Um, and, um, and I think MasterCard could see the reaction from the customer and, you know, MasterCard is a very, very smart organization and they know that the future is digital. They know that, you know, the only place today that you can get a MasterCard or really is from a bank. Um, and the only the only place years ago you could get, you know, a DVD was from the branch network called Blockbusters. Um, and the only place you could get a CD was from the HMVs of uh, this world. And, you know, and they know that's going to change and it's going to be, you know, who is the new Netflix and who is the new Spotify when it comes to payments. So they're, they're very shrewd in terms of knowing that you know, digitalization is the way that it's going, um, and um, and that really starts the ball going. Where this is okay, and you know, many years later, um, you know, we, we got to the point where um, we we were able to integrate that into us. So now, kind of, I won't say game on strikes, but you know, we've um, we've got the same power um, built into our platform, uh, which is just the processing component, and there's other sides of it as well, um, in terms of being able to issue cards and all the applications and everything else that go with. So it's a it's a full stack. And platform that um, that enables businesses to, to, to issue cards, you know, pretty much anywhere in, uh, I was going to say in the world, but predominantly around Europe is where we're operating at the moment. Um, and um, you know, so you know, businesses can open a company account with clever cards, and they simply email their employees or their contractors or their customers a digital mastercard. It's as simple as that. And the, there's two mastercards. If it's an employee benefit, you know, there's a set amount loaded onto the card, and it's used just like a Revolut. It's, it's an employee card. Um, and if it's a business card, the business just issues an unlimited number of clever cards, digital MasterCards, and it's the business manager sets the credit limit and the expiry date of each of those cards and can see the transaction in real time as the business card is spent. And um, so, look, it's a very, very simple solution. Uh, you mentioned earlier about uh, understanding other people's needs and, and, and you have a growing team and, and it's it's growing all the time. So what are one of the challenges or what, are, what do you think are, are some of the key challenges you're facing in, in just growing your business at the moment? Well, the, you know, like I've, I've spent a lot of time trying to get the best team. I know it's very cliched, but, you know, it's and um, you're involved in coaching and you get this and, you know, like you can get, you know, if you're going to win the premiership, you need to hire. You need to. You need to hire the eleven best players. Okay, on the pitch. I mean, that's just what you need to do. Um, but you know, it, it's not just hiring the eleven best players. You know, if I wanted to win the the, the the Olympics rowing, I could absolutely go into each country and pick six great rowers or eight great rowers, whatever number is on a boat. Let's call it eight. Um, but you know, if I just dump them into a boat and say, "Off you go." Uh, I'll guarantee you the person at the front is wrong quicker than the person behind them and the person in the middle is going a little bit left and the person on the right, and I'd say that boat wouldn't be long before it's doing circles, okay? So it's not just about getting the right players onto the pitch and um, it's about making sure that everybody is pointed and aligned in the right direction and making sure that everybody has got crystal clear and um, 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 we call it smart objectives, as you know, it's specific and measurable and achievable and relevant and timeline OKRs that we have. So everyone is crystal clear you know where we want to get the boat to, um, and 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 then everybody is is, is rowing in sync, um, and so everybody's rowing in sync at the right pace, and um, you know slightly faster pace than slower pace, as you can imagine in a business of 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 the pace that we move, um, and um, you know it's 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 putting all of that, you know it's it's empowering 
and trusting those, you know, remarkable leaders that are in the company. Um, they're the ones that are running each of the disciplines, each of the disciplines, you know. Um, and um, so, you know, I do value how fortunate I have been to get an extraordinary team together. Um, you know, and, and, you know, my job is really just to conduct the orchestra or, or you know, um, um, uh, be the person that, that, that sets the pace and sets the direction and alignment. Um, and, um, and, and, you know, you've, you've, in an early stage business, as you know, like this, when we've had some massive wins and it's been, it's, it's, you know, it's hugely encouraging for the team, you know, in terms of what we're developing and what we're doing. And so I think the team is one thing, you know, we're, 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 we're going to be raising capital now. And um, it's the other, other thing that typically, you know, as a CEO of a business, you're, you're always focused to make sure you have the appropriate amount of capital for the appropriate amount of time. And, um, and that's been very interesting for us as well at the moment, David, because I think, you know, there was a bull market there for a number of years with zero interest rates and everything. And, you know, a lot of technology companies lost their way. And, you know, they were, you know, raising 200 million at a 2 billion valuation. They were never worth 2 billion in the first place. And now they're, now they're more to the point they've burned through 180 million of the 200 million they're, they're now restructuring, you know. So, um, credit cards didn't do that. We were we were very astute in terms of our, you know, um, the amount of capital that we deployed. Um, we were very, very careful with. Um, um, and sometimes that means you move a little bit slower. Um, I was thinking of spray and pray, and, you know, every single order is profitable. So, um, it's, um, you know, so I think we're in, we're in a good place. Um, you know, the, the, the best startup investments of the last decade were made, by the way, between 2008 and 2011. You know, Uber, Airbnb, WhatsApp, Instagram. So it's actually a great time to be investing now. Uh, this is the time to invest um, because um, this is a time when, when um, you know, I think this year, next year, when you, you know, as I say, invest low and sell high. And that's, that's kind of um, where we think it's at. So, um, so, yeah, capital is always one of the things that you need to get right. Um, in terms of the challenges faced the business, so um, yeah. And just going back again to to your team and, and the business, um, you mentioned uh, you know this idea of of um, being the equivalent of a Spotify or a Netflix, but that seems to me a, a very um, a very simple. And we know simple isn't easy, but it's a it's a simple, direct, and easy idea for lots of people in your organization to kind of get behind and get around. Would you agree in terms of you know? Uh, bringing people with you, creating that direction, creating that alignment and momentum, et cetera. Yeah. So I think, look, you know, people talk about the North Star and everything else. And we, we you know, we do use the analogy of, of, of Netflix in terms of kind of ultimately where we want to get to, okay, with independent space or Spotify. So it's, it's one that you can, there's similarities with, you know, it's the removal of plastic. And, you know, we get it even as we talk to customers, to be honest with you, David, we get it that, you know, lots of customers will say to us, look, you know, maybe we'll, maybe some of our team might prefer plastic and, you know, um, and, you know, uh, our argument to that is, and, you know, maybe they may not be tech savvy and they mightn't be able to put digital cards in their phone. And, you know, and we've, we usually have a number of answers to that, which is, well, you know, when COVID happens, David, and you couldn't get into a pub or a restaurant, I said, you know, by Jesus, everyone worked out then how to get a, a digital COVID search into their phone. Uh, or, or as Michael O'Leary, when Michael O'Leary said, look, there's no problem putting out a boarding card. It'll only cost you 60 euro. Um, they, they soon figured out how to put a digital boarding card on the phone. So it's actually simple. So cover cards took the approach that we need to be the responsible ones to take the lead and say, I'm sorry, we're not doing plastic. If you're not interested, fine. 
you know, but honestly, we would encourage you because once people go digital, they don't go back again. It's just you don't you just don't need plastic. So 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 I think in terms of a, a digital strategy, um, that's that's you know the team have got got right behind us on that. You know, you mentioned a, a, again that a word you used earlier. You know, being the conductor. Um, so I, I'm just wondering. Uh, I, I'm curious to know what do you as the conductor do to try and keep yourself at your best at the moment? Are there habits, practices, things that you do daily, weekly, monthly, whatever it might be to keep you um, on top of on top of your brief as as much as you can? Yeah, I mean, there's there's um, it, it was a very interesting question, and you know, I've never actually been asked that question before, David, because uh, and I've never really discussed it. But you know, um, there is there is um, three things that I do, uh, and it's, it's probably about five years ago, I'd say. Um, you know, it's pressurizing um, in a in a startup in an early stage business. So you know, you absolutely need perseverance and resilience and all those things, and you know, um, you need to be on top of your game. Like you need to be well oiled, okay, and it kind of just dawned on me one day. I said, "Jesus, like I need to be, I need to be on top of my game here." Um, and um, and what I did was I hired um, I hired a, a personal trainer. Um, and so I've got a personal trainer that comes in at six thirty every morning. Um, and you know, to be honest with you, if you didn't come, I wouldn't do it. So maybe that's a sign of weakness. But it's bloody hard to do it if you haven't got someone, you know, getting you down your hands and knees to to do you know, do forty press ups and. Um, um, so, so he comes in and usually his first question is, what sleep did I get? So I've got alarms on my phone um, to make sure that I get enough sleep. So he kind of dictates what he'll do with me depending on what sleep I've had the night before. Um, and he's also a nutritionist. So, um, you know, he's very, very careful in terms of, you know, exactly what my intake is of carbs, protein, um, you know, uh, the amount of vitamins that I have and everything else in the course of the day and what my diet is like. So, um, so you know, I do concentrate on making sure that I get appropriate sleep. And look, you know yourself, if you're knackered, you're just a bit sluggish. And I can't be sluggish. And so I, I, I you know, I, on a daily basis, that's what I do. Um, and um, it, it certainly has helped. Whatever about the, you know, physically feeling a bit better, mentally, you know, um, as we all know, um, you know, you, you, you can have a day where you're just a bit browned off or this, that, or the other, or a day where you're tired or, you know, it's a bit dull. You know, and honestly, you know, when you when you physically train, I was completely shocked about mentally how crystal clear you can be in your thinking, making rational decisions, uh, all those things come with it, you know, and um, certainly it's been a life changer for me um, in terms of, you know, I kind of felt right you know, get yourself to be in a situation here where you're on top of your game physically, um, mentally, and um, and then you can, you know, then you can go at, you know, uh, 200 miles an hour on that rowing boat and, and, and hopefully the people that you have behind you are all staring at the, you know, all pedaling at the same pace as well, you know, and um, so um, so that's what, that's what I do, yeah. Wow, wow, great answer. Thank you very much. I, I have two more questions to ask you before I let you go. Um, I'd love to know... Um, I'd love to know what Davos is like. I, again, I saw you on, on LinkedIn a couple of weeks ago. Uh, what's that experience like? I have no sense of what it must be like. It must be amazing. Yeah, certainly it was lucky. Very privileged to be there. And um, it's um, it's a very, very interesting forum. Um, you know, the founder of Davos wanted literally world leaders there with, with you know, without the entourage of, 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 um, of assistance and, and everything else between them. So, you know, yes, you know, I was privileged to be, Standing in a group with the former chief executive of Bank of Ireland, Francesca, and the founder of Panta Fitzgerald, and um, you know Michael Dell, and the CEO Hugh Packard, and you know the Minister for Finance in Ireland, and the Taoiseach, and you know when you're having that kind of a conversation, 
Um, there's genuinely people there that at that level they do want to they do want to improve things. You know, I mean, the, the, I was there and I heard the genuineness of it. They want to, you know, like you, you kind of you hear that type of language. This is now side chats over coffee kind of a thing, but they're going, you know, we need to fix this. And with a genuineness, you know, look, we can, and I know somebody and I can miss that and the other. So I think it's a good example of where a business and government comes together, um, you know, and in our own world in terms of social and financial inclusion, I mean, you know, um, the British government went to MasterCard about doing payouts um, to citizens. So, you know, as businesses give out cards to employees, the same as giving, government giving out cards to citizens. And, you know, we've issued a card in the, in the United Kingdom. It's a, it's a digital MasterCard um, in that instance, it's restricted to about 26 utility providers. So it'll work in 26 utilities only. It won't work elsewhere. And um, but you know, there's 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 what that does is is it enables those subsidies enable those people to pay the electricity bills online. And you might say, well, that's not a big deal. It is a big deal if someone had to go out in the pisses of rain and you know and go down and go into an electricity shop and pay it. I mean, that's not right. You know, not in the world we live in. And and, and everyone everyone should be able to get a Mastercard. You know, you shouldn't have the situation that somebody can't get a bank account or somebody can't get, um, you know, it's not right, you know. And, and um, so I think there was things like that where, you know, it was great to be in a room to be able to show somebody something and say, yeah, like, what do you need? Why do you get a plastic card in the post with instructions as to how to put it into your phone and instructions about how to activate the pin and this? And it's all nonsense. You just don't need digital. It's improved. You don't need plastic. You should say, get rid of it. Um, so I think... An awareness level was great for telecards to be in that, to be in those circles um, with those leaders, and um, it, um, it, uh, it, yeah, it, it was certainly a, a unique experience in terms of uh, some things that I've, that I've had. Yeah, yeah, fantastic. And then, lastly, just before I, I uh, we wrap up, just uh, you mentioned um, funding, and you're in a funding stage or around at this stage, or you're going into. But what what's on the horizon for Clever Cards in 2023 and beyond? Yeah, so look, we've um, you know since we launched the platform, um, it's been a bit of a rocket ship, David. Right, so you know we last year we're up 50x in our sales. Yeah, I mean it's between quarter four and quarter three. I mean it's it's pretty phenomenal. We opened up. You know, 100,000 new accounts um, in, in 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 last year. I think that's more than the main two Irish banks combined, um, and nearly half of those were in about 12 weeks. Um, so it's you know, yeah, it's 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 more than revolute like trajectory, I suppose, in 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 one quarter in that context. So you can imagine what we're poised to do over the next three years. You know, we've a presence in Ireland, UK, and Italy at the moment. We'll probably move into Spain this year, um, and um, and you know, we've had sizable buy-in from a lot of the national banks, which is great. They've been using cover cards. So it's quite ironic that all the staff are using cover cards. And um, so it's quite complimentary. And, you know, banks and corporates, then once the staff are using the cards, then they're embracing it to, to use it for their customers, you know. And um, so, you know, our plans are get the company as big as we can get it. And we'll see what the future holds. Um, and, um, you know, as I said, kind of next kind of, phase in the evolution is 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 is, is for the capital investment to, to kind of accelerate that we'll see where we go down the road and um you know we're um we're, we're very differentiated to, to anybody else that's out there so you know i think we've got um we've a phenomenal infrastructure and a phenomenal plan in in terms of where we want to um to bring it and um you know that that's really what 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 2023 is going to hold for us and we've got more stuff up our sleeve that we'll we'll, we'll do in 2024 
Fantastic. Well, it's a phenomenal um, business success story. It's a phenomenal Irish story. And I feel really lucky and privileged to have uh, got to hear it straight from the horse's mouth today. So, Keelan, thanks a million for giving me your time and being here. Um, it's uh, You're very kind to do so. And it's a great. It's going to be a great listen for anyone, uh, anyone tuning in. Thanks a million. Not at all. Thank you so much for listening to this week's conversation. We hope you enjoyed it. If you like what you heard and you want to stay in touch with us, then please head over to www.belowtheline.ie to subscribe to our mailing list and to explore our upcoming programs and events. Until then, take care and see you next time.